Greetings, citizens, and welcome to episode 101 of Paranoia, Fight Together or Die a Clone. You know, there was so much that we discussed in the previous episode that I really can't think of much to say at the start of this one. I've already received a lot of interesting feedback from people on uh, what games I could run in the future and things like that, although there is still quite a lot of paranoia to do before we actually get to running any of that. Also, I guess I was wrong, because now everyone is telling me that they did, in fact, find the podcast just by googling Paranoia Podcast or typing Paranoia into one of their favorite podcast applications. So, uh, yeah, you learn something new every day. There's really not much else to say. I've been a little busy, so we have not actually run Mission 8 yet, but there's still a couple weeks of episodes before we would get there anyways, so I don't anticipate any kind of delay. Now then, let us see what sort of activity is next. Okay. This is in the time unit district of time, but this is not a time unit. This is just um, a little update for Ram on his life which may affect some of his decisions in the future, so I want to do it now. Um, it's time that you've, you've had it arranged for you to go out to the Biodome site um, for the, quote, first time, unquote, because you are a new Protect member. Well, not a new Protect member, but you are a Protect member new to this project. You're going to go yes. out there and look around and say, wow, what a nice place. Look at all these nice components that are lying around on the ground. Very interesting. And your, your objective, as stated to you previously, is make sure that you stay on the project. So you're going to have um, a special attribute called stay on the project points. And if Got you do it. something stupid, it's going to go down. If you do something smart, it's going to go up. It's pretty much as simple as that. Got it. Okay. So I'm just going to change my Illuminati mission to be stay on the project. Sure. Right now. Stay on the project team. Got it. All right, so uh, you you head out there. Um, you head out to like the the edge of the wastes in a little green vehicle, and uh, you get out. You walk over to a dusty parking lot where there is um, a much less fancy vehicle waiting for you with some uh, some strange characters there. Some there's some guys and girls, kind of schlubby looking, kind of greasy looking. They look like they don't really get out much or, or maybe bathe very much and all of them have a bunch of weird components with them they all they all have backpacks they're probably full of weird tech stuff gadgets on pocket protectors and things like that so you really leaning into the they, stereotypes really leaning yeah, into them I'm, I'm really leaning into it you'll see why soon anyways you you approach them and they they sort of look at you expectantly almost i raise my eyebrows at them are you uh ram g the New guy from Sector, uh, whatever. That's me. Uh, okay. Um, one of them looks at a clipboard uh, and says, uh, that's the last one. Uh, everybody go in. We're heading to the site. So uh, everybody gets in the vehicle. You All right. Crowd I... in there with them. Yep. Most of these people are uh, red, infrared, or orange. So you're, you're kind of awkwardly rubbing shoulders with them. and They're a little bit weirded out by that, perhaps. I don't know. That I'm in the car with them that i'm green yeah yeah well yeah that there's a, a green in the car with them you know do they seem like they're uncomfortable a little bit yeah because if i see that they're uncomfortable i'm just gonna say hey guys relax okay uh you... relax it's all it's all good okay sure you say that and so uh, you know i'm not sure if i i'm not sure if we covered this but you are your degree in protech is equal to what your degree was in the uh, humanists, which I believe... Sixth? 
is sixth. Yeah. I'm a first degree checkers player, a first degree flesh art person, a fifth no, degree. The checkers club. Uh, yeah, but I still know about them. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yes, you're pro tech, uh, sixth degree. Unfortunately, you don't get to keep the progress you made towards seventh degree from the humanists. Um, no. Well, very sad. But most of that went towards leveling up in the Illuminati, anyways. So, who cares? So it's. You know, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe 10, 15 minute ride or something like that. So about, you know, three or five minutes in, uh, everyone's just hanging out and, uh, somebody says, so, uh, what are you doing on the project? And someone else says, well, what, what are you doing? Someone else says, well, what are you doing on the project? And everyone starts saying, well, what are you doing? You tell me first. No, I asked first. Do you want to join in this conversation at all? No, I'm just gonna observe. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna kinda look at them all bemused at this inquiry into why they're doing things and I think it's kinda quaint and charming that they think that they might know why they're doing things. It's kinda funny to me. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. If I do if I give a little chuckle, it's a little hysterical. If someone knew me, they'd be like, That's a little hysterical little chuckle he's given. You know, you're turning hysterics. into you're turning into the Illuminati guy who's puppeting you, aren't you? Slowly. It's just, it's just funny. It's funny to me. Uh, all right. So you don't really you don't really participate in the conversation with these guys, which might might be a good thing. You maybe maybe don't want to tip your hand to them. Might want to appear cool and mysterious. Um, eventually, you pull up at the site which you've been to. I don't know, two or three times, maybe maybe only probably one. no, maybe well probably a couple times because when you're working with the humanists, you yeah. probably went out here a couple times to mm-hmm. just make yep. sure that people deliver place things to the right places. Mm-hmm. So um, you can see that there's already um, actually maybe 20 people here already. And so with you guys, there's like six more. So this, this is probably like 26, 25, something like that. People gathered here. Most of them are just kind of milling about. You can see people are, are like sort of inspecting everything again and again, uh, just like going over to all the pieces. There's lots of big um, plexiglass hexagons that are stacked up neatly, um, lots of steel frames. You're familiar with all these components. You you helped arrange to make sure that they were all here. Some lovely atmospheric control units um, still in original packaging. Yep. So, you know, all that stuff is all that stuff is stacked up. It doesn't look like anyone has started placing anything anywhere. Um, you did notice there were some, uh, some signs of maybe like Earth having been moved uh, a, like 30 seconds before you got here and you're not sure what that was about. Someone was like digging something around the border of this area. Um, but other than that, you don't see any signs of any work actually having been done. So you see some people here who might, might look interesting. Uh, you all get out of the car and the guy in orange who, who had the clipboard who checked to make sure everyone was here said, um, he, he goes and he, he goes and he talks to, uh, someone else and he comes back and talks to you guys and he says, Okay, it looks like everyone's here except for uh, one person, so we have to wait just a little bit. But supposedly they'll be here in just a couple minutes. Uh, so go ahead and, you know, uh, I don't know. And he just wanders off. Uh, so what what do you want to do now? Do you want to just wait or do you want to... I'd like to inspect the site, see what this thing was that they maybe buried a little inspect, bit earlier. Inspect things? Yeah. Take a look around. See what's going on. All right. You walk around, you look at all the things, 
you can tell that uh, some of these people are some of these people are actually curious what um, maybe we're not sure what they're curious about because I mean honestly like you you know a bit about things you know the universe but you're not really yeah. sure what you could learn by inspecting the like just the metal beams and, and screws and things you're not sure if there's much information you could really glean from that some people do seem genuinely curious some of them look like they're just trying to make themselves look busy mm. um, some of them are trying to impress other people by uh, you know calling out the the, the drill bits that they're going to need uh, just by looking at it, you know. Mm. Um, you see one guy looking kind of dark and mysterious over on the side, um, just leaning against a pile of uh, steel plates. And you see one, you see one lady who doesn't look very happy. Uh, she's she's not. She seems like she's very upset about the disorganization of everybody here. I'm going to approach the upset lady and ask her. Uh... If anything's wrong. She says, yeah, everything's wrong. Everything's wrong. Nobody's here. Nobody, nobody, everyone's here, but nobody's doing anything. That's what I meant to say. Seems like it. Well, everyone's not here yet, apparently. We're missing someone. Yeah, we're missing Todwin, the big, stupid guy who is supposed to be in charge of this, and he hasn't given any instructions for anyone to do anything except for to show up. Well... Seems like that's our uh, the problem right there. I assume once he shows up, the things will start going. At I don't least. know why anyone puts him in charge of anything, but somehow he keeps getting stuff, and I'm sick of it. You're sick of it, huh? He's uh, this a habit of his. He just keeps getting into getting projects, getting uh, getting work that might be a little. I don't know how to put it. And I kind of let her see if she she takes that bite, you know. He doesn't have any redeeming qualities whatsoever. He's not smart. He's not rich. So I don't know why. You think being rich is a redeeming quality? She just looks at you like, of course it is. I guess. So he must have, I don't know. Somebody must owe him something. He must have some dirt on someone to keep getting all this interesting stuff. I could do a better job running anything and I'm two ranks below him. Keep that in mind. She is, uh, uh, she is orange, by the way. Or, no, she's red, sorry. Mm. Um, now, when she says two ranks below him, I assume she doesn't she, mean clearance. I assume she means no, in she was the... No, she's probably meaning degrees. Probably. Presumably. What, uh, I assume asking what degree are you is cop shit, so I'm not gonna do that. Um, yeah, that, that, that definitely could. You, if you made a successful, uh, role while asking that, that would not feel like cop shit, but that would be cop shit otherwise. Yeah, yeah. Um, I but I would asking uh, how high up is he in the in the ladder? Is that cop shit or is that just like oh damn like like it sounds that like doesn't cop shit. sound that doesn't sound like cop shit so much. I'd be like because uh, then I guess I would just say you know like man how high up is he? Does he is he connected with higher ups or is he like about to be a higher up or is he a higher up? I haven't heard too much about the man honestly. You haven't? She says. I thought everybody knew about Todman. I don't know. I generally just keep to my work, honestly. I try and get things done. You know, I try and be efficient. Um, some of the politics uh, doesn't interest me as much as the as the work. Well, I can appreciate that, uh, she says, as I take my hand over the backstage key over your on-the-project points scoreboard. I know. Uh-huh. Um, uh, she says, 
Todd wins eighth degree and he's gunning for ninth. And I think he wants to be in charge of everything in, I don't know, maybe our entire branch. I don't think he has any limits to his ambition, even though he would be, well, let me put it this way. Whatever branch he's in charge of is worthless. So if he's in charge of all the branches, then everything becomes worthless. At that point, I'd probably just see if I can get out of the society. Mm. Yikes. But I don't know what I would do. It's not like I can just start my own branch of Protech. That's a good way to get killed. Yeah, yeah. Probably a lot of graves of people who tried to do that, honestly. Big waste. Probably a lot of room for dead Protech defectors. <sighs> well, I guess all we can hope for is that he... Well, I mean, we want to succeed, but I guess we hope that the credit goes to the people who deserve it. <sighs> anyway. I don't think I got your name. What is your name, by the way? I, I'm uh, Ram G. Oh, I'm Roxanne R, she says. Roxanne R. Nice to meet you, Roxanne. Nice to meet you, too, she says, extending a hand to shake. Yeah, I shake her hand. Uh, just then, uh, a big, like, SUV-sized uh, green hovercraft starts rooming in, uh, blowing up huge clouds of dust that cover everybody. Um, I say, yeah, this seems about right. It screeches to a halt as much as a hovercraft can. It just comes to a dead stop in the center of everybody as everybody clears away from it and the dust cloud. Uh, it opens up and something comes out. It is, it's like a big metal cylinder, um, maybe like the size of um, like an industrial oil can or something, and, and roughly the shape. But what it is, is it's some kind of like levitating pod to sit in with like controls all around. It's like a floating evil mastermind chair. And in it is a kind of kind of old, actually, um, which is not something you usually see in, in Alpha Complex, as I'm sure you know. But this guy yeah. actually looks pretty old. He looks like he might be maybe 60 or 65 or something like that. Um, Jesus in, Christ. According to... According to our, our human age standards here in, in the real world, um, which, you know, depending on the genes somebody has, that means they could be anywhere from like 40 to 80 or something in, in Alpha Complex, of course. But, um, uh, you know, he, he's, he's kind of a little bit, a little bit wrinkly and strange looking. Um, he's got, so he's in this giant floating pod and he has just the most ridiculous ridiculously large helmet on a huge metal helmet it's so heavy that his he like his head is constantly tilting around trying to stay upright but he can't keep his head upright and it's covered in flashing obnoxious lights and he he he's he just moves he moves around two giant levers um on his pod to to move it around and he zips out of the hovercraft which closes behind him automatically and he says Hello, everyone. I've arrived. Finally, I know you've been waiting for me. And uh, the dust clears out and everyone, uh, I guess, gets closer to see what's going on. Except Roxanne doesn't get closer. She just kind of stays where she is. And the mysterious, brooding, scary guy at the edge, leaning against the metal plates, doesn't do anything either. Uh, what do you do? I suspect that he's going to be loud enough that everyone can hear him. In you know, I think you the might area. be right. I think you might be right. So I might just stand here, uh, because everyone else who's going up to see what's going on, I assume they're lower clearance rank, probably. They're, they're babies, mostly. 
Um, you know, looking at everyone here, I think that you and this guy are the only greens. There's a couple yellows, uh, like literally two yellows, mm-hmm. and then a couple, like a few oranges, um, some red, some infrareds. Okay, I'm gonna turn to Roxanne and I'm gonna whisper. Uh, I apparently need to make up a lot of time that I spent just working and not doing any politicking, so I'm going to take a refresher course in politics right now by going over there. I will be back later. She just kind of raises her eyebrows and said, okay, good luck. I go over, see what's going on. So this guy, he takes one of his hands off of his control levers, which has the effect of causing his, his pod to just sort of slowly spin clockwise as he gestures around and points to himself, and he says... As you probably already know, I am Todwin G-I-V-O-10. I will be your project leader. I have arranged for you all to be here. And you should be grateful for it because we're going to do great things here. I've purchased this project off of a blue who clearly didn't know what he was doing at an obnoxiously small price for me. And I intend to resell it to some other master project branch. And I don't really care what they do with it, but what I care about is that this place is in tip-top shape before we sell it. You know me. You probably already know Evil Darkman. He's in charge of security. Wonderful fellow. He's already done everything that I asked. You all, of course, have not done the things that I asked because I haven't asked you to do anything yet. But what I'm asking of you now is for you to fix up this dome. I have some assembly instructions for you here. He takes his other hand off his controls, which makes his... Pod starts spinning around counterclockwise very fast. Um, he reaches into his pod and he pulls out some stacks of papers and he just throws it into the air and they just kind of scatter around and he says, Here you are, everyone, take a look. I don't care what parts of the project you work on. Work that out amongst yourselves. I have better things to do. I will be in my hovercraft. I will come out again in five minutes and ask if you have any questions for me. I don't like it out here. It's not air conditioned. Goodbye. I'll see you in a moment. <laughs> and the door opens and goes back into the craft and it closes. Could I make it to the um the radiation zone to get the nuke that we buried in five minutes and be back because I want to put it on this guy's hovercraft. No, I don't think you have time for that. Sorry. <sighs> Shit. Um, so, all right. Everyone just kind of stands completely still for a little bit. No, uh, I'm trying to find one of the papers immediately. I'm not even standing still. I'm just trying to get one of the papers. Oh, I just, just shake my just head walk, and look you just for a walk paper. Right up and grab one of the papers off the ground. I'm just going to grab a paper. Yeah, I'm not. I've dealt with weirder shit than this. <laughs> when you do that, everyone else walks forwards and they grab some papers too. Um, they, yeah. they, they're kind of like, oh yeah, I guess we should look at that, you know? Mm-hmm. So the papers have some assembly, um, blueprints for the dome. You recognize this because you did most of this, actually. Yeah, um, I was about to say, I did this work. Yeah, you, you actually did, uh, set up most of the instructions. So you know what the instructions are. Um, you're going to need a, a good team of engineers, an organized team of engineers, and also you're going to need a lot of, uh, manual labor and construction machines. So really, um, uh, we're going to say you need a, um, you need an engineering team. You don't really need any designers because it's already been, been laid out mostly. Um, so you would, you would actually say. Would the engineering uh, team be specifically like habitat engineering team, or is it just like an engineering team who can assemble this project? Uh, you, you need like some, some habitat, some electronics, some mechanical, um, who can oversee all of the things as they assemble and make sure everything's assembled correctly. Um, you know, these plans, these, the plans 
assume that people know what they're yes. doing, generally speaking. Got it. All right, I put that down. So I guess I would say you need you need engineering teams, plural, perhaps. Find an engineering um, team, have elect mech, you know, I check them off as I go. Yeah, um, you're going to need some, some construction vehicles, not too many, because... You you just you just will, um, or or you could have just a really huge construction bot. But uh, the line between bot and vehicle is, is kind of blurry, as I'm, I'm sure mm-hmm. you know. So no. um, you're also going to need um, a lot of manual labor. And as you looked around earlier, uh, you you're not sure if these people are going to be capable of that. There's no, there are not any construction working people here. Maybe like five people here who who could actually lift things or move them around. So you're probably going to need some bots for that, or a construction crew. Um, you know, there are human construction crews in Alpha Complex. Yeah, but they ask questions. They might ask questions, yes. Um, and I don't want so, to do that. So might the people who you rent out bots from, unless you're just going to buy a bunch of bots outright. So um, that's uh, that's it. You're going to need uh, organized engineering teams, construction vehicles, that's it? and manual labor. That's that's pretty. I mean, you know, there's other things that will come up. But that's okay. what you need to get started. You need those three. So things all I need to do, me personally, Ram, is to find an engine is find one to three engineering teams, obtain just some just some construction vehicles or bots, mm-hmm. and get the construction crew or manual labor into this desert and have them not ask questions. Yes, but the thing is, remember, you're not actually the leader of this thing. You were the you were put in charge of the Human Habitation Commission by the humanists, but this you're just kind of here. So, you know, your instructions are make sure you stay on the team. How you do that is up to you. So what But if I want to advance, I'm gonna to need to do these things. Yeah, you know, that's that's true. If you, you you might want to advance in Protec if for no other reason than to get training and, and items and money, you know. Illuminati um, advancement points. They want me you, to stay on the team. Actually you won't get Illuminati points for advancing in Protect because they don't actually care if you're in Protect this time. Um, That's very funny. You'll only get the points for, quote, staying on the team, unquote. Or if they tell you to do something else, then you'll you'll get points for anything else they tell you to do. So Mm -hmm. what... uh, what what do you do? You know, you you picked up some papers. That was the first thing you did. Everyone else started doing that too. All right. Well, I guess... So I am the highest clearance person here. Do I feel like I am probably the most competent person here based on the reactions of everybody I've ever looked at in this group? If I take a brief scan using my advanced... I don't know. I don't even know what I would call I'm just going to take a look at people and say, does anybody here know what they're doing? Oh, you say that? No. I'm no. not going to say, does anybody here know what they're doing? No, okay. you, I'm you taking a look with my brain, and I'm thinking this. Um... I wonder, maybe you should make a, a high alert roll to see if you can recognize any anyone's uh, mannerisms or, or recognize any protech signs that maybe some of these people are high degree or, or something. No, okay. Let's, uh, oop, oop, oop. I almost did it. I almost did it again, but I'm a genius. I got uh, two successes, three failures, so I don't really know what's going on. Um, so you... You're not totally sure, but based on what you're looking at, you would say that there's probably a variety of people here. It seems like some of these people are, um, it seems like the people that you came in with on the car were kind of like maybe the extra team, the, the low rank team. 
Whereas it seems like some of the people here might be a little bit more set up from just, just, just from the vibe you're getting, but you're not totally sure. All right. Um, cause I was going to say, I guess I could try and organize the teams and pull what their strengths are and see, you know, if anyone has any leads or relevant experience. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, you could make a, uh, let's see, an oratory for that, a logistics for that. Let's see what I got. I think any of those would be fine. Uh, I guess I'll make a logistics because uh, I don't want to talk about what my oratory is. Okay. Uh... I have three successes, two failures. Well, that's pretty and good. They're good success, and they're good successes, too. They're the real ones. We love the good successes. Okay, so three successes. Um... You organize people as best you can. You say, all right, everyone, get over here. Uh, you know, if you know anything about electricity, raise your hand. If you know anything about, you know, this, that, raise your hand. Relevant project experience yeah. for XYZ thing, please, you know, um, step over there, step over there. So Management with, experience. With your role, you manage to, uh, at the very least, get everybody to figure out... Um, what area they might want to be in, but there's um, a couple problems. Uh, lots of people would like to be in charge of various aspects, and also there are plenty of people who have really creative ideas for uh, modifying this design, um, most of which you think are probably stupid. All right, to the people who want to modify the design, I applaud their initiative, but I say that the project parameters uh, and resources do not uh, support, probably do not support uh, those specific adaptations um, based on my vague understanding of these plans. Alright, nobody's happy um, to hear that. You lose points. But, but we should bring that up with uh, and I point at the, uh, the the vehicle. That's one of the questions that we can say. Anger has been redirected. You gain points. Um, so, I'm going to write down a list of questions to ask. Can we modify the existing project? Alright, and in these ways... All right, what other problems are going on here? We've got people want to be in charge of things? Yep. All right. Who amongst these people uh, has relevant uh, management and leadership experience? Everyone says they do. Except for, like, one guy who says no. I I point at the guy who says no, and I say, your honesty is appreciated. Thank you. (laughs) Um, I look at everyone else, and I raise my eyebrows, and I say, guys, this is this is this is the big one. If we if we get if we make, if this goes well, we're all in it. We're all we're all gonna get credit. It's gonna be great. Well, I pause and I think about it and I say, <sighs> and then my brain and I go into my mind pass and I say, stay on the project and I weigh it with against <sighs> former union and I'm like, damn, mm, can't do that. <laughs> can't form the union here. I have to stay on the project. Mm. I can't. I can't. I can't form a union here. Oh no. Um. Let's see. So we've got one of the problems dealt with, basically, and then the other yeah. one is management. Um. Do they have demonstrated experience in projects of this kind? Ooh. Um. Let's see. Uh. All right, because so I'm sure they all asking, have experience. Asking that, uh, people start listing what projects they've done that they're so proud of. Um, but lots of people here, of course, are willing to call out other people who haven't done as much as they've said. And so, um, 
the pit of vipers uh, consumes itself and you quickly are left with m- many fewer candidates although there's still some people who still want to be in charge who could arguably be as good as the other people who want to be in charge great so if there are people in those groups uh i'm gonna have them talk to each other and they're gonna they're gonna talk it out and they're gonna they're gonna argue with amongst themselves about why they should be in charge with the relevant experience with the understanding that if their team fails uh they know what's going to happen when the guy in the hover car comes out and it's like why is xyz not working right Mm. uh it's going to be on them you know all right so uh you leave you leave those smaller groups to their own devices then um you're not required to fix all of these things you know yeah Um, i'm just trying to get the ball rolling all right so you have a couple minutes now to spare um Roxanne is one as actually still one of the people who would like to be in charge of uh, one of the engineering teams, and she is pretty capable. It seems like she seems like yeah, she's not. She, she's one of the people who seems like they might they might be qualified. Um, and the person who is uh, trying to take control of that team, do they also seem equally qualified, or do I feel like maybe? What's my read on them? Maybe uh, you might be a little bit biased because you you, you shook hands with her because Roxanne now. has a name. Yeah, because she has a name. You know, she's a named yeah. character. <laughs> name character, um, yeah. But you know, if the I'm other gonna be person, sad when she gets person, shot in the head. If the other person wins, they might get a name too. You know, uh, hard to say. Uh, they're getting a name right now because I'm going to say, "Hey, what's your name to that guy?" Uh, so, uh, let me tap over to my name generator. I've I've started using a name uh, generator. I don't know if I mentioned this to you, but because I keep naming people really game mastery names, uh, for lack of a better term. Uh, that make it make really obvious jokes. that I like the character, so I have to randomize mm-hmm. most of the names now. One second. Don't like that, don't like that, don't like that. See, if I keep going through things and I don't like them and I refresh, then I'm still doing it. That's kind of fucked up, isn't it? Yeah, but you're not the one generating it from the ether. Something else is generating it from the ether. Uh, okay, Howard ether, O. Ether, meaning algorithm. Howard O. Yeah. Uh, this okay. guy is... He said, you say, what's your name? And he looks at you and he... Uh, like, a loading screen goes for about six seconds and he says uh howard o i say wow as you said that your 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 voice actor changed from the generic beggar voice actor to a a named actor in the so credits weird. look at that wow that's pretty cool all right howard uh so you and roxanne here are the in contention for the leadership role of this team and you both have pretty relevant experience uh you've certainly got the initiative and the uh the uh, the technical know-how it seems like you, you uh, could I give them could I give them like an engineering puzzle to see who completes it first like some kind of engineering puzzle relevant to their interest to see who completes it first uh, yeah but you're gonna have to make a, a uh, no I'm not because there's a bunch of more engineers elsewhere around here who might be able to give them that project and are eager to see someone else solve it so you want right? to get you want to tell other people well I'm gonna I'm gonna try it I'm going to see, so what would I have to roll for it? Would it be habitat engineering? To make a puzzle or to convince these people? To make a puzzle. Um, well, these people want to be in charge of the uh, mechanical engineering. So it would be mechanical oh, engineering. Jesus Christ. Uh, hmm. What other skills do I have that I could use instead of the one I don't want to use? If you can convince me, then it's fine. But I'm a tough you customer. Know, Sometimes mechanical engineering problems are difficult because it's hard to envision the exact kind of problem that's going on, right? Like, like the scope and scale of it is so big that you kind of need to like, oh, you need to kind of like abstract it, you know, kind of have to abstract, (laughs) 
abstract the, the issue. And then once you figure out that what's been abstracted, you can just solve it very easily because it's very simple. So what if I take a pretty simple thing and I abstract you it like crazy? Make, and it, you can make an abstraction puzzle if you want to see what happens. I want to see who can who can untangle this thing and realize that what I'm actually asking them is a pretty simple mechanical pro- problem that they just solve right away. Okay. Because I feel like this is the kind of project where that yeah, might happen. Abstraction. Let's see what happens. Let me see. What is my abstraction? I bet it's gonna be like two because I'm a moron and I didn't check what it is. What is it? abstract art? Uh, abstraction plus six. You know, that's just uh, seventy-six, right? Well, I have one success, so I just, I just, I just say some nonsense and I go. Actually, you get one success. Yeah, I got one success, two failures. Okay, you start. Saying, you know, you, you say to you say to them what you just said to me, yeah, um, and they kind of look at you like you're crazy, and uh, you are going to lose on on the two points. Sorry, damn, damn. All right, All well, right. they're gonna they're gonna continue arguing. There's not much time left before Toddwin comes back out. Anything else you want to do? A negative four in mechanical engineering. So I thought that was a pretty good way to get around it, but you know, I just can't win. Well, you know, I haven't gotten any on the team points either, so I've just lost it. I'm at zero. I'm negative. I'm going negative. You you started with some. You started with some, but you're you have a net minus one so far. Damn. So it should be noted that I did not actually mention how many points Ram starts with. The number he starts with is three. That's pretty generous, I would say. But there's a reason that I didn't tell him, and it's not necessarily because I want to cheat. See, it's actually a good idea to not tell your players how many points they need to accomplish a particular thing. There's lots of instances where you might want your players to accumulate a score of some kind. It could be anything from a a literal competition in which they're being scored on their combat abilities or athletics or what have you. Or it could be something much more abstract, like your stay on the project points, or some kind of reputation score with a specific NPC. Perhaps you need to do enough things at a festival to impress the king. Whatever it may be, don't tell your players how many points they need. Just tell them when they gain or lose them. Here's the reason. Let's say that you plan out seven things for your players to do in the city. You tell your players that they need to get three points and that they have zero. They do three things successfully. They now have three points. They say, what if we just sleep until the next thing happens? Well, fuck. Now you have four things that you have to figure out how to make them do because you spent a bunch of time preparing them. Or you can just throw out all the work and uh, have your session be like two or three hours shorter, I guess. You can circumvent this by saying, ah, but if you get more points, you can get more rewards. But you can also circumvent it by saying, you don't know how many points you have or how many you need, but you do know that you've gained three. If you really want your players to have more fun, usually I would suggest doing both. Mysteries are fun, and prizes are fun. So mystery prizes for mystery points are usually pretty fun. However, I would suggest revealing how many points they had at the end in most circumstances. Sometimes it would matter that they don't know if you have some kind of plot reason for it. But it can be fun to say... Okay, it looks like you got five points from this, 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 lost two from that and that, and the score that you actually needed was this much, and you got this many over, so now you get this golden necklace that makes your penis bigger. When your players get a grand reveal of the mathematics behind it all at the end, usually, in my experience, they will high-five each other and congratulate each other on a job well done, or, you know, moan and groan in despair that they did not get the golden necklace that makes their penis bigger. 
Whereas if you leave it a mystery, sometimes they can say, I wonder if we really actually needed to do anything to get this golden necklace. Or on the other hand, they might think, hmm, I don't think the Game Master was going to let us get big penises in the first place. I didn't specifically offer Ram any extra rewards for getting more stay on the project points, but that's because anytime that he's gaining points in this scenario, it usually is because he's making friends with people or increasing his degree progress, and anytime he's losing points, he's making a fool of himself, which are already things that he would or wouldn't want in the first place. Any other any other characters you want to speak with? Any, uh... Uh, the security guy, but he sucks. He's going to suck, so I'm going to talk to him anyway. i got to get over with. Okay. And uh, which person is that? Are you just going to ask around for who it is? or? Uh, I know who it is. It's the shadowy guy. Yeah. It's the dark man. Uh-huh. You know how I know? How do you know? It's because you said you name people Game Master names. And uh, uh, the shadowy, edgy guy in the corner. I do name people Game Master names. Yeah, you just said it. Yeah, so I go over to him and I say, I assume that you are... And I say his name because I forgot it already. It's like dark man or whatever. Yeah. He says, that's me. Evil Dark Man at your service. Evil Dark Man, that's right. I how could I forget Evil Dark Man? I believe I had a similar game master note in a previous episode, but once again, I knew who Ram was talking about when he said security guy. I just wanted to make him say the words Evil Dark Man. Unfortunately he didn't remember the full name, but well, I was losing my shit trying not to giggle while this was going on, and I'm currently smiling as I'm recording this note, because it's just really fun to be able to run a game world that's, you know, just just put hours and days and weeks of effort into crafting this elaborate campaign, and then just have someone named Evil Dark Man walk into the picture. I can do that. I have the power. If I say that this man's name is Evil Dark Man, you can't dispute it. There's nothing you can do. Ram knows that I have this power, and that's what he fears. I am God, and he is Moses, and I am also the crowd of the people at the bottom of the mountain who are going to do stupid shit when he comes down. You guys are either the golden calf or the stone tablets. I'm not really sure yet, but we'll get to that later. So you're the site security? Yes, I've already set things up. There were some mutant pests, but I have placed a underground fence of sorts around the perimeter. It is electrified, so please don't try to dig anywhere around the marked areas, but it should stop anything from digging under us. Now, the thing that was digging, I would know that, right? I saw one of those things, right? Didn't I see one of those when I was adventuring in the wastes? You saw a skeleton. You saw an x-ray. Uh, you have not seen one in person. Have I seen have I seen the eggs of them? Or is those different things? You saw some eggs, which may or may not be of them. Okay. Uh I I'll I'll tell uh I'll tell him that I will uh pass that along to the team to not dig up any of the any of those areas where there's the electric fence because they you know they're eager to do stuff. Thank you. That's probably a good idea. Yeah. Have there, are there any other security issues on the site that I should be aware of? Potential security issues? I did some basic reconnaissance, and it looks like there are some other uh, establishments of various repute in the area, but I'm still investigating them. Mm. I'll have more information later, but 
At the moment, it doesn't seem like any of them are patrolling in a particularly wide area, so... We should be fine until I finish my reconnaissance. Uh, let's see. I'm thinking about what I could tell this guy. What could I tell him about, um... That would make sense to know about the area. Hmm. That would be useful to him. That could get me on the project points. You can just nod and say, okay, and walk away. I say, okay, I'll, you know, I guess I'll let you know if anything comes up. And if you need any help with security, I, you know, I'm okay. I'm an okay shot. Um, if you need if a hand in that front. Oh, I see. And then, yep. um, what, what was I saying after that? I think the guy comes out, right? Yes. Um, the hovercraft opens up again and Togwin comes out on his, his spinning chair. Uh, with his flashing helmet, and he says, Hello again, is everything resolved? Please tell me yes. So the answer is mostly... Uh, this is in my head, right? This is mm-hmm. me asking you. The answer is mostly. There's just one or two things, right? There's just people want to modify the the design. Mm-hmm. I need to tell this guy about that. But uh, everyone well, else's teams are... The t- there's, people are, have mostly figured out what team they want to be on. Um... And then um, there's still how are you going to get the the money for the machines you need and stuff like that. But um, got it. Yes. Do you uh, want to tell I, him uh, this or I hand it? I hand it to uh, somebody who said they wanted to be uh, in charge of a team, and I say, all right. So one of the person said hey, they wanted to change the designs, and I say, yep. Uh, talking about that, but then also make sure to and I underline and I say you must ask him uh, how we are getting uh, how the funds will be provided so that we can obtain these things that we need. Because we need the funds, the funds to do the work. And I right. say you, you, you slap him on the back and you send him in. Delegate. Yep. Um, and the guy, Godspeed, soldier. The guy kind of says, "Well, I wanted to um, do this to the design, and we need the and uh, and uh, he he mumbles for a while, and Toppin says, "Ah, uh, no, that's all terrible. Sorry, we're not going to be doing any changes. I want this by the book." I want it to be on this piece of paper right here because when I sell it, I want to be able to give them the exact specifications and these specifications that I have designed are just about perfect for any project that anyone wants to do in a... Uh, he looks at the piece of paper again and he says, Biodome, that's what we're building. Uh, you... Let's see. Uh, team leads, I pick you and you and you and you. And he picked some of the people who uh, were uh, in the groups. He just kind of narrow- he finishes narrowing it down by picking at random. Mm-hmm. And he says, "As for the funding, I'm sure you can come up with something. I will tell you what. I'll match whatever you can raise. Uh, oh no, everything that you raise uh, plus one credit. That way, I have the majority share. Then." Uh, get to it, I suppose. Uh, I'm sure one of you has my number. You can tell me when you've got the money and the place to buy things from, and I'll do the rest. All right, I'm leaving now. He says. Do you uh, do you want to stop him and say anything else? I mean, this man won't listen to anything I say. I can understand that from his interactions with everybody. Yeah. Okay. Um, I assume he fucked up all the team leads. Um, 
Well, I mean, you you narrowed the groups down to people who probably had some kind of ability to do things. Yep. Therefore, it can't be too bad, can it? You know. Yeah. Okay. And the money thing is never going to get any better. He's never going to spend any money on this. Perhaps. I mean, you know. You can just you can just leave now if you want. You can. Godspeed. I hope he crashes. All right. Godspeed. All right. He goes back in. Uh, the door closes. He, he flies off. Everyone clears out preemptively to avoid the dust cloud this time. Mm-hmm. You, you think to yourself, how does that guy have a hovercraft and a floating chair at green if I don't have that? I don't think that. You don't think that? No, I know exactly why I don't have nice things. Oh, okay. You don't think that, then. Sorry. I didn't mean to project onto you. That's all right. Um, it's all right. Someday I hope for a nice hole in the ground that I can put my erased body in. That's what I want. Right. So, um, I aspire for that. You, uh, everyone, everyone subconsciously sees you as perhaps some kind of organizer, um, which may or may not be good in the long run, but, uh, you, you will get a plus two to your points, I think, because you, you helped get everything together. You, uh, you talked to people. So people, yep. people see you as, um, you know, a guy on the project. I'm a guy, and I'm green. Everyone looks at the green guy and says, hey, that guy is a guy. Yeah, you started with uh, three, I will tell you now, and so now you're at four. Mm-hmm. And All unless right, you have so, anything else you want to do, that's it. Well, I need to know what a six-tier humanist does. Well, not humanist, excuse me, six-tier protect does. We never went over that. Do I just have nothing? What do they do? Well, um, yes, you, you, you've kind of suddenly become protect, and you're supposed to already be six degrees, so you can't ask people for six degree rewards because that would imply that you had not yet been six degree previously. Um, wow, this the Illuminati shoddy today. Well, hey, it was the same way when you joined, uh, you know, the humanist. You uh, you didn't get like the first, second, third tier rewards for humanist because you were already assumed to be a higher tier, I think. Um, I don't remember. I don't think you But, got but I got the propaganda, right? Oh, that's true. Yes, you do get propaganda as a sixth degree you know so i already have two so do i have 14 now uh you right? had you said you had two previously i already have plus two for protec um i have a sheet for this one second uh or to be yeah. 12 i thought it was uh so plus... so you would be at 12 but since you already had two i'm just gonna say that um i'll say you're at 13 now um okay Great. And I sure hope nobody brainscrubs me. If you get a, if you get a promotion, then you'll stay at thirteen because thirteen is where you'll be if you got promoted. But you you have a, a bonus point for now. Um, Great. The minor knowledge that you gained before is becoming irrelevant, but that's okay. You know. Yeah, it's fine. Um, damn. So, I mean, I guess I don't need to do any more organization. I mean, these people can't help me obtain construction vehicles, construction bot. Obtain lots of manual no, labor. No, you don't have to. Crews. You don't. You don't have to manually round up the cash. I'm sure people will discuss amongst themselves, you know, and figure out try to try to raise some money. They'll probably ask you for some at some point. Um, yeah. So my understanding is, I either need to raise a ton of money, but we also need to find sources for these things. Uh, yeah, you know, that shouldn't be impossible. Uh, you're green. Tywin's green. He said. He said that you you could just tell him who you want to buy it from, and he'll do the rest. So if he's Telling the truth, then you know uh, he can use his green clearance to you know just buy some stuff from someone and not really be asked too much about it, as long as it's not a big deal. Um, same goes for you, probably. Yeah. So it it seems like we just need a 
a bunch of money and to just identify slightly reputable companies that will, will yeah. or you know, to... or if you can find something on the cheap, you know, that would also work as opposed to fundraising. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could just bring it in, and then everyone's like, "Wow, look at that!" Yeah, we didn't have to spend our money on this asshole guy. This guy mm-hmm. did it. Which Todd will say, "Oh, I'm so under budget. Look how savvy I am." Yes. Does he need to be alive for me? Yeah, he does need to be alive for me to stay on the project, I guess. Uh, you know, that's a good question. That is a good question. I assume, obviously, that he bought the project from the human, the Illuminati guy. He's the probably the blue guy we bought it from. That's entirely possible. So, this guy seems like a useful idiot. So I probably don't want to remove the Illuminati's useful idiot uh, from his little position of shitty power. Uh, you probably don't want to. Probably don't boat. want to do that. No, it it might. It probably would be fine if he was inconvenienced in different ways. And you know, it's some consider death to be just an inconvenience, especially in Alpha Complex. So. Thank you for listening to this episode of Paranoia. Fight together or die a clone.